Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's March 23rd, 2023, Thirsty Thursdays. Your boy Dave Neal here, stand-up comic, and this is Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, you know me, we got a day's worth of content to get to. So much going on in the Bachelor world, so much fallout from the fantasy suite fiasco that was Zach trying not to have sex. Can you imagine when your biggest issue in life is that you're trying not to have sex with multiple women? Oh, pray for Zach. So anyway, we're going to have the story, which is Nick Vial ripping Sean Lowe. Yeah, how does he rip Sean Lowe? Well, he blames Sean Lowe. He says, this is all your fault, man. And not only that, he aired his podcast and then afterwards, for whatever reason, deleted one sentence. And we caught this deletion. Is that the word deletion? We caught the deleted sentence from his ripping Sean Lowe. So I'm going to play that for you guys in its entirety. You can hear the exact part that was clipped out. Because I don't know if you know this. Once you post a YouTube video, you can actually trim it. It's it, it's painfully slow. It takes hours to process, but it can be trimmed. But unfortunately, Bachelor Rabbit Hole had already uploaded the clip. So you get to hear the full version where he basically says, F you, Sean Lowe. Uh, so very fascinating stuff. We're going to get into that. Plus, if you guys are listening to me for the first time after hearing me on Reality Steve's podcast, hey, how are you? It's your boy, Dave Neal, stand-up comic. And um, uh, I've got some info for you, some tea I'm going to say for the end of this podcast. I told you guys on the Reality Steve podcast, which aired this morning that I was going to give you as a peace offering a clip of my Q&A with Katie Thurston when we did our live stand-up show in San Diego. I'm going to it's redacted. There are some bleeping and some centers, you know, we uh, I can't share with you some of the meat and potatoes, but I did want to give you a clip that has never been heard before other than the 300 or 200 people that were at the show and I'm going to uh, give you that at the end of this episode. So if you must, you can fast forward to the last 5 minutes. But otherwise, have a listen to all of the day's news. Katie Bigger is not accepting the fact that people think she has something against Gabby or Gabby's got something against her. She posted on her Instagram story, Beyond Grateful, for this incredible woman in our friendship. And it's a video of her and Gabby uh, playing with um, foam, playing with uh, soap. In the, uh, you know, how, 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 how this was in the fantasy suite, I don't know. But either way, they're, they're doing a little uh, soap and suds blooper moment. And she says, thank you for always lighting up a room with your beautiful, quirky personality. You exude the best energy that is so contagious to be around. Thank you for always being you, truly one of the most beautiful humans inside and out. Keep sprinkling sunshine. Hashtag Team Gady. And that led other people to wonder, is there some sort of conspiracy going on? I hate to, you know, bring out the music here but uh we've got ariel gabby and katie all posting the same photo which is them in their solid colors uh at the last rose ceremony and they all posted the heart sign three times and our friend marilyn.movies had posted this on her instagram story there is more going on than just girl gang forever vibes anger at the edit at zach at mean fans kind of weird if either woman is zach's fiance i don't read spoilers so send theories and guesses but no spoilers yeah it'll it'll be interesting as we know even how the season ends um regardless if you're spoiled or not what really the the season really starts the moment after the final rose ends that's 
when people decide to commit to following whoever the final couple is and seeing how they work out. That's where the parasocial relationship begins. Uh, But all of these young Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants has led some to question, Is should there be a age requirement for going on the show? Let's have a listen to uh, Almost Famous podcast. They interviewed McKenna and hear what they have to say. Do you think they should up the age requirement? Because so. right I now it's so. 21, but maybe just yeah. like for like the mental health sake. Yeah, I, I think they definitely should up it up, up it a bit. Like I could never imagine being on the show at 22. At 22, I was like overanalyzing eye contact from Joe Jonas from the stage. <laughs> Okay. And of course, McKenna has talked about you know issues that she's had due to her mental health fallout from being on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, 26 is when I went on. And it's just about the age that I think is perfect. I really do. Yeah. Think 26 is probably like, if I had to have the perfect bachelor starting age, it would probably be 26. You know, it's 26 is a fun age because I believe in it, and it's either 26 or maybe 25 is the age that you can finally rent a car without having like extra insurance costs and extra fees. And it's like insurance companies are really smart. They know what they're doing. Why did they choose that age? Well, it's because your brain's de- finally finished developing. You know, when you're in your early 20s, you're like a Lamborghini where your body Bodies got all of the uh, adult organs and things to work with, but you're like a teenager driving that Lamborghini. You haven't fully learned how to cope with it all, and it's dangerous things can happen. Specifically on The Bachelor, being the jealousy, the the uh, deceit, the drama. Now, does the show want? a bachelor and all of contestants that are drama free. No, not whatsoever. And by all means, age is not a perfect indicator of whether someone's mature or not. Looking at you, Claire Crowley, Nick Vial, <laughs> and everyone else that's uh, fully matured, but still stirs up the drama. We like drama. That's totally fine. But of course, when you're 22, 23, are you, are you even close? I mean, you know, are you prepared mentally to have a relationship for the rest of your life you know and of course everyone i always get comments dave i got engaged at the age of four like whatever you know i was 22 and we're you know so there's always an example where it does work but for the most part most people that get divorces it's because they got married too early and they didn't fully know themselves and this and that so how can you possibly pick a partner when you can't when you don't even know yourself yet. So as I say, get to know yourself. And one way in which I've gotten to know myself is with some entry-level THC. That's right. Today's Bachelor Rush Hour podcast is sponsored by Microdose Gummies. Just the right amount of THC to help you feel good. And look, like I've said before, it's not about getting high or super baked. For me, I make... Uh, these YouTube videos and podcasts all morning long, and then I do stand-up comedy in the evening. I get so amped up to perform that I get home and I need to calm myself down. One way I like to do that is watch a little TV and take some microdose gummies. I feel like a lot of people, when they think of gummies or when they think of edibles, they're like, oh my gosh, you never know what's inside of it. Each of the gummies. I've been trying these out for the whole month. Each of the gummies is only three milligrams of THC, which is not that much. If you're like my wife, you can just eat half of it, or I like to have one or two of them, and it really can just help calm the system down. Microdose is available nationwide. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code RUSHHOUR to get free shipping and get this, 30% off your first order. Links can be found in the show description, but again, that's microdose.com, code rush hour 
All right, so that's that. And then Gabby Windy did a Q&A with her grandfather. How heartwarming is this? And- so here's the answer to the Q&A. Ask me whatever you want. And- I'm going to beat the shit out of him. So the question was, what are you going to do when Gabby gets a BF? And her grandfather says, I'm going to beat the shit out of him. <laughs> 19. Next question. How long were you married to Gabby's grandma? And his answer is 64 until she died in 2019. So that's what? 50. I think the math comes out to 55 years. Can anyone confirm that? But either way, how sad is that? How sad is that? that um he was with that he's he got married in 1964 and then until her death in 2019 i mean grandpa honestly gabby's grandpa grandpa john needs to be more involved in bachelor nation he really really is such a sweetheart a whole bunch of years what next question where do you want to travel to most everywhere i just i love traveling and i'll travel anywhere and for any excuse well, why don't you travel to The Bachelor? How about that? Next question. If you could go back in time and change one thing, what would it be? Huh. I don't know. I, I don't really... I can't think of any regrets that I've got that I would change. I love being married to who I was married to. Uh, I, I can't think of, of anything seriously that I would change. Aww. How kind. Next question. How old are you, Grandpa John? Go ahead. You can say old, old, old enough to know better and too young to resist. Oh. Others, but <laughs> what? Yeah. next question: What was your favorite occupation you had? Yeah, I've, I've liked every job I've ever had. Wow, that makes one pap- of us. I was a paper boy. I was a paper. Boy. I was in the Air Force. I was not. Uh, what? Ask me what. All right, great questions, Grandpa John. Look, we need more grandpa john energy on the bachelor you know what i mean i think he needs a podcast and eh, maybe grandpa john and gabby could do a podcast together i would be all about that and maybe it's because i never had a healthy relationship with my grandfather or i really knew him <laughs> or, or, you know i've always had that issue where i'm like can i just have grandparents is there any grandparents out there listening on bachelor rush hour that want to adopt me let me know please i don't require much just give me some candy and tell me you love me <laughs> you know what i mean not too much needed here all right our next clip i'm going to share with you is somebody on TikTok who has a very interesting theory about why they choose quote unquote bland bachelors. Oh, I have a long running theory as to why the bachelor is always the most bland man ever. Producers need him to be a bland man or else the entire thing falls apart. And I'm saying this as someone who has 10 years of experience in cultural reporting, specifically in reality TV. So a lot of people mistakenly think The Bachelor is about a man finding love. It's not. Just like every other reality TV show, it's about the winner. And it's about the steps contestants take to become the winner. It's about the women. So in order for that formula to work, they need the women to fall madly in love with this man. And that is just not possible unless they don't fall in love with a man. They fall in love with the idea of a man that they created in their heads. And you can't do that if someone has a personality. Once someone has a strong personality, it starts to show cracks. There's no denying that like your image of this person is not matching up with what they actually are. No, instead, they choose someone who is literally like a catalog model. It's why they're always catalog model handsome and not like high fashion handsome because they serve as a blank canvas. In the same way, like a Sears catalog casts decently attractive people to help you imagine yourself in those clothes, the Bachelor cast the same kind of safe, decently attractive, neither here nor there man. 
It's a very interesting theory, and um, that's, of course, Mariel.mp3 on TikTok. My guess is it's a little bit more about them choosing someone who is both attractive in a universal sense, and I mean universal being like not like the quirky type. You know, there's some sort of there's some types of guys that not everyone's going to be attracted to. They kind of pick someone who's like, okay, yeah, he's conventionally attractive. But also they pick somebody like Clayton who they think is going to go along with the narrative, who's going to be a team player, who's going to say what needs to be said to get the show. They get that out of Nick Vial. They get that out of Clayton. They don't get that out of people that are too independent because in the end, there's a lot of money riding on the show and they can't just have someone storm off set. They need a company man and that's what they get out of their leads. All right. Speaking of company men, let's go to the next clip of the day. This is a, the full video is featured on my YouTube channel, but this is Nick Vial and going scorched earth on Sean Lowe. Have a listen. Let's play the clip, and then I'm going to share the version that includes the bleeped out moment that, for whatever reason, was deleted, which, to be honest, I was surprised that they deleted this one part because the other part's just as bad. Uh, or not bad, but it's controversial because Nick, of course, former lead, and Sean Lowe, former lead, Nick does the uh, sort of uh, cross sign. He says, oh, his holier-than-thou thing, um, you know, Will it piss off the Christians? I don't know. A lot does, but <laughs> here we go. Be like, well, I gotta, I gotta show them what this is all about. Yeah, fuck for my life. Fuck for my <laughs> life. <laughs> or would you fuck not? The life. kids. Like, what? What would you do? I don't. I'd be like, don't touch me. <laughs> I think I'd be like, absolutely yeah. not. You would. There's the couch. You so this is the conversation in reference to what would you do if you found out that Zach just hooked up with Gabby? Say so don't. But like, this is. The- I don't think I would take it off the table because, like, okay, so if we're fucking, would you it still be get good. engaged and? two days maybe but you'd make him sleep on the couch yeah probably yeah i don't know why he told yeah i don't think i would (laughs) i definitely wouldn't be able to like be physical with yeah i I feel like that would be off the table for sure like just for how i work like i don't know if i'm starting a relationship Mm -hmm. if i were just having fun it would be different but if i'm trying to start an intimate emotional relationship with somebody and you just were physically intimate with somebody else it doesn't make sense in my brain i i wouldn't be able to do it but obviously clayton and i worked out and with us but it took time to work through that and to heal from like some of the pain that comes from that so i think that she probably can move forward and and she can be okay but i mean when it comes to the physical stuff, I'd be like, oh, hell no, we're not yeah. doing that. Okay. Right, so hang on. We're going to get to that moment. We had to we had to ramp up into this moment here. We had to build some momentum for the for the scene that involves the roast of Sean Lowe. <laughs> I, was, I, like, I always say, don't ask questions you don't want the answers to. But she didn't ask. She he didn't told. ask. And he just <laughs> like, true. no, that's like in my head, like, I'm not going to ask the question because I don't want it to know. Yeah. I don't want to really even think about it. He really bulldozed through that confession too yeah. with Katie. <laughs> He's like, so listen, anyway, so I said I wasn't going to have sex. And then- I kind of disagreed. I mean, I felt like they made it. I mean, I felt like it probably was a long thing. I was like, get out of the water. They were in the mangroves in Thailand. I was like, you're going to get leeches on your tongue. I did. He's <laughs> like, you're telling on yourself. Stop. T- like, And I yeah. I think it was admirable to be like, okay, he is erring on the side. Oh, of, he's like, a good looking dude. like an idiot. Yeah. And like, or like, just like looking kind of like awkward. And like, because it's it's weird to like talk about this stuff. Open, I'm up telling you, it's all Sean Lowe's fault. It's all Sean Lowe's fault. Unrealistic expectations yeah. for Sean Lowe. They had Sean Lowe, like the only bachelor who's ever like had a success story come in how many fucking times this season? At and just three. like and just like pour his like way of life on onto Zach as if like, you know, well, you know, 
you have to be holier than thou or Yikes. don't have sex or whatever. And it's just like trying to follow the Sean Lowe narrative. And here we are, you know? Here we are. I was going to ask, was Sean... Trying to follow the Sean Lowe narrative and here we are. Okay, so I'm going to share with you guys the part that was deleted. So let's listen one more time to this and, then, and then I'll and pause like, it right where it is. Like pour his like no. like or like just like looking kind of like awkward and like because it's it's weird to like talk about this stuff open i'm telling you it's all sean lowe's fault it's all sean lowe's fault unrealistic expectations it's all sean lowe's fault it's on sh it's all sean lowe's fault unrealistic expectations <laughs> this th so this is what bachelor rabbit hole had posted this episode this is all sean lowe's fault this sean fucked over zach oh this this episode this is all sean lowe's fault Sean fucked over Zach. Okay, so that's the original, and then we have this. Yeah, yeah, and like, or like, just like looking kind of like awkward, and like, because it's it's weird to like talk about this stuff open. I'm up telling you, it's all Sean Lowe's fault. It's all Sean Lowe's fault. Unrealistic expectations, yeah. for Sean Lowe. Interesting. One more time. This this episode, this is all Sean Lowe's fault. Sean fucked over Zach. So we didn't see any edits there, right? So I'm not trying to misinterpret this, but was this part deleted? This this episode, this is all Sean Lowe's fault. Sean no fucked edit. over Zach. This this episode. Anyway, so we could go all day long. So Sean effed over Zach. I don't know why they would have deleted that from the final because it's not like he was polite with the other things he was saying. And look, Nick, share your point of view. Absolutely. Now, the question we're all asking is, did Zach not have sex because of some purity culture thing where he was trying to live up to some some um, ideology or did he not have or did he not want to have sex? Did he not want to have sex? because he knew how this would play out um, if he did have sex, which of course is his worst nightmare happening right now. So I don't, I, I kind of reject that it's necessary. I mean, is it Sean's fault that he tried to play up to the one person who had success? I don't know if that's Sean's fault. Sean, if Sean's proven to be the only bachelor, I believe, right? Who's still with their final person that they, proposed to matt james is still with theirs and of course matt james also um had a uh had a uh, promise to not have sex in the fantasy suites just like trying to follow the sean lowe narrative and here we are you know here we are i was gonna ask was sean's decision that was like a religious or like a moral he thing was, which uh, would be very different right <laughs> i mean it was like he was the virgin bachelor then you found out it was born again he wasn't really a virgin yeah. but he stopped having sex and then i've heard that he well he might have had sex with the other women in the fantasy suite like he also rounded a couple bases yikes <laughs> yikes this gets into the same territory that and again i don't know i i could be mistaken leave a comment but we we've literally been cri very critical of zach for announcing that he had sex with gabby because he violated her trust and now we have nick i guess and let me know if i'm wrong here because maybe sean already talked about it but nick's saying hey he rounded a bunch of bases. So get off your high horse. Get off your moral lifeguard stand here. Which, again, I appreciate when people call out those that are pretty hypocritical. Dude, you're not even a you're not even a virgin. You're a born again virgin. What's the big deal? I don't know. Was Sean, I don't believe Sean's season was marketed as him being the virgin bachelor. I, that, that was Colton Underwood. We know how that played out. Like it was all. <laughs>
I always thought of, I heard, I was thinking about that as well. Like, yeah. Is, okay. So technicalities. Yeah. 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 So Susie calls them technicalities. No, they're called blowjobs. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he tells the world, you know. And some people believe, due to their religious upbringing, that once you penetrate, it counts as sex, but all the other things don't. And what, how does that end up for you? Just a couple of horny people dry humping in jeans. How does that feel? Uh, and, and Zach. <laughs> so it's all, it's all, it's all Sean's fault. I have a question. So there it is, folks. It's all Sean's fault. Let me know what you guys think about this. I mean, I find it interesting. I don't, I, you know, I, I'm kind of like the younger brother here trying to stir up drama, but pretty, uh, pretty aggressive words from Nick here, but also not exactly lying either. So uh, he believes that it's Sean's fault that Zach tried to live up to somebody else's ideologies and it blew up in his face. This might come off terrible. Has anyone ever had their period during... That's an amazing point. Fantasy mm. sweets? Probably. Like just waiting for this huge Probably. Yeah. And if so, they all did because they've been living together. <laughs> so they're synced up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. It's true. So yeah. they say, and again, I've always wondered this. Is it true that periods sync up when they're all together? Because if so, it's like having your own Wi-Fi system in your crotch you know, or your ovaries. And it's like, well, uh, uh, do you have the password to the Wi-Fi? Yeah, here it is. And then you all, I don't know, ovulate together now, of course. I don't know anything about what I'm talking about, which makes it so funny when I, you know, try to talk about the uh, the female anatomy. People go, oh, Dave, you're so funny, you idiot. And I'm like, no, trust me, I don't know what I'm talking about. But we have Google. If the menstrual cycle is 28 days long and then, then 14 days apart would be maximal async synchrony by chance alone, one would expect two women to be seven days apart, half of 14 days. Given that, what does that mean? I don't know. Given that menstruation can last five days, menstruation menstruation can last five days overlapping periods are a common occurrence that women synchronize to each other however is a myth so there it is folks we've got a myth debunked here on bachelor nation news women's periods do not synchronize when living together doesn't matter for this video not one bit uh, some of the comments were interesting um do 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 actually i already lost the comments where do they go um, someone said, how crazy. So Zach has no free will. Advice is just that. Advice. Take it or leave it. Sean did not make a cluster of his overnights. So no, <clears throat> it is totally Zach's fault. His immaturity, his kiss and tell personality with zero regard for the hurt and damage he is causing. Zach is not to be trusted. Um, <laughs> and then someone else said, this is why they didn't sign him up to be host. Um, Wow, some rough comments there on the Bachelor Rabbit. I, no, look, I think Nick, like I like I say all the time, the guy's crushing it. Look at his subscribers. He's almost at 90,000 subscribers on YouTube. He absolutely shattered me. Wave the white flag. You guys have to keep subscribing. We are barely, we're not even at 70,000 yet. I think part of it is he's been covering some very big Netflix stories. And, and again, I'm not making any excuses. He's done a good job with his team. Um, but I've been defeated, folks. I have been defeated. Let me know what you guys think about that juicy, juicy beef that Nick has with Sean Lowe. And as promised earlier, I've got a clip for you guys that is a Q&A that I did with Katie Thurston, former lead of The Bachelorette. As you guys know, she is now in the stand-up comedy world, which is the world I'm in. Katie, good friend of the program, good friend of mine. We decided we would do this show at Mike Drop Comedy Club in San Diego. We sold it out at full capacity. She did a stand-up set. 
we had two other friends perform. I did. I headlined a stand-up set, and then we got together for a twenty-minute Q and A afterwards. A Q and A. I'm still sifting through the wreckage of. This is going to be highly censored, so you're going to need to use your imagination. We agreed we wouldn't share the Q and A with the public because it was kind of one of those you had to be there moments. But we've also said it's okay to highly censor some clips from the Q and A, so you can hear the crowd's reaction. I mean, I personally think we could take this show on the road and tour the country with it. It's so interesting. I'm also shocked that nobody illegally recorded any of this. So apparently I'm the only one with all this tea. But either way, as promised on the Reality Steve podcast, I was going to give you guys a little clip of our Q&A. Have a listen. Use your imagination and speculate all you want about who the hell she's talking about. Who was your final pick? Who, who would have been your final pick? Craig Blake. Truly was. No, truly Blake. Truly Blake. What if, but what if Craig... What if it was it went well? Craig... Sorry. Look, Craig, I just knew it was going to be in the real world, so no matter what, he was not my final pick. That's why I didn't chase after him, you guys. Know your worth, okay? Here's why I respect Katie. Her first set she ever did was opening for Winnie Cummings in the Giant Theater. Boy, has she gone downhill with me since then. <laughs> Not her, but me. Um, and, but that night, she breaks up with her fiance over the phone. I fucking love. That is the team. How long did you know you were gonna make that phone call? Was it a sponsored call? Like you know, don't drop your don't drop your calls when you're dropping your fiance. Like how does that? Uh, yeah, it was, the, it was the day I was supposed to perform with Whitney Cummings. This is, this is tea. Thanks, Dave, for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I just didn't have the support that I was looking for in a lifelong partner, you know? And uh, I did my set with Whitney. He happened to be awake. He's on a different time zone. And we just made a phone call, and um, one thing led to another. And all of a sudden, I didn't have a fiancé anymore. So. Okay, second part. Any of the guys slided your DMs for a second shot? Not John Hersey. Honestly, <laughs> so many of them. And obviously, it didn't work out. Who was the first one? Who got off? Who was like ready to go as soon as you? How many minutes was the phone call when you broke up with him? Jesus Christ. I think we want to know how many minutes, so was it like a quick under 60 second jail phone call, or was it like... Look, first, Tell the people what they want to know. Okay, I'll tell you this. We filmed for six weeks. I knew Blake for maybe 24 hours total. This our, is a bad answer. Our breakup took maybe 10 minutes, so... All right, hey, that's a long distance call. You like wait until after nine? I don't know the rules these days. Did he know? Did he know you were gonna break up with him though? Did he, did he know? Was it like it felt, cryptic? It actually felt very mutual. It really did. And that's it for your tea for today's episode of Bachelor Rush Hour. I will be sharing some more reels from this Q&A, obviously highly censored. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, credit for Katie for coming out there live on stage and braving her soul. And also, no shade whatsoever on Blake. They just didn't work out. Blake is a solid guy. I actually was talking to him earlier today. Turns out he's in Indonesia at in Lombok, which is, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, which is an island right next to 
where Bali is, where I was just stationed for my honeymoon. And uh, Blake and I had a nice chat. He's doing some good work there with his conservation work. We also talked about his trip he's got planned with Michelle Young and how laughable it is that people are thinking influencers are just in it to make money. Maybe some are, but to think that him and Michelle and their trip to Madagascar is going to do anything more than break even is just funny. You know, it's actual, uh, they're going to be filming some content, I believe, after their <clears throat> trip to Mas- Madagascar with some other work they're doing as Blake and Michelle team up. His work with conservation and her desire to uh, teach are going to be met with, uh, I think, I think it's going to be very well received. I think it's a great pairing. In fact, I could see a show where they travel together. I could see something happening there on some sort of like travel channel show. Let me know what you guys think. And uh, that's going to do it for me. We'll be back tomorrow. Don't forget, if you're new to the channel, make sure to subscribe so you get updates on all the content. We do this every afternoon, starting at uh, by, by at the latest rush hour East Coast time. I usually get the episodes out early. But if you hit the alert button, follow, like, share, subscribe, share it with your friends. It'll help the channel keep on growing. So much appreciation on this thirsty Thursday. Everyone have a good day. We'll see you tomorrow. I've been Dave Neal. This was Bachelor Rush Hour.